Today, so I'm doing it in reverse order. Today I'm doing the intro last. <laughs> this is partly because I knew full well that this episode was going to be a little bit weird. I wasn't sure quite where I was going to go with it. I just wanted to talk about some ideas on my mind. Um, so I'm going to call this episode Why We Are So Divided um, because I seem to come back to this theme of how divided the world is right now and how uncomfortable that is making virtually everything. Um, I talk a little bit about my current training protocol. I'm just coming back to the gym from a couple weeks off due to the, um, I don't know if it's the second wave of COVID, but um, it's it got worse again. So now I'm finally back after two weeks off and, and have to try to make up some ground. Um, so yeah, so enjoy. So bear with me a little bit here. This is going to be a little bit all over the place. Uh, my training's been interesting. Just getting back from two weeks off again. Thank you, COVID and everything. Um, I'm in New Brunswick, Canada. So what happens here is they've got different color codes. It just got back to code yellow, which means gyms are now reopened as of yesterday. So it's amazing. Two weeks off. <laughs> It's very humbling how much, uh, like I, I kept my diet somewhat in check. I tried to do a little bit of cardio every day, but um, yeah, it's it's going to take a little bit of work just to get back where I was, but that's okay. That's the fun of it, I suppose. So uh, things I wanted to talk to talk about today, one thing that's been coming up, and I don't know how to work this in, so I'm going to try to get there. Um, there was something in the news uh, a fella named, he was Canadian, I think, uh, James Ra Ramsey, was that his name? Uh, something like that, um, or Randy, I think, James Randy. Anyway, uh, he's he recently passed away, and I think maybe the reason I didn't hear about it is uh, he, was, he was more popular in the kind of atheist circles, uh, so my wife, you know, told me about it. She was quite uh, saddened about his passing, and... Um, that, that's kind of understandable because when your worldview is, you know, after this life there's nothing, um, then of course it, it increases the, the sadness of someone you admire passing. Of course it does. Um, so it's, it's a weird thing though because... So I'll, I'm going to admit, I'm going to say this straight up, I don't know much about the guy. I heard he was a magician. Um, and he's supposedly famous for being a, a skeptic, which I, I've been pretty clear on this podcast, how I feel about skepticism. It's good up until it, to an extent, to the point, if it gets to the point where you're just not accepting anything, uh, then it becomes very unhelpful. So I'm, I'm going to go on the assumption that he had it in good balance, and um, but probably he was annoyed by people who make... Um, I guess, preposterous claims, at least in his view, preposterous claims, uh, to the extent where supposedly he did something like said, well, if, if you can provide evidence of the supernatural, then I will, I'll wager like a million dollars or something that I will give you that. Um, 
which is cheeky. It's definitely cheeky. I don't know that it's really... To me, it's kind of silly. Um, and, and here's why. It, it's not proving anything. It's just trying to stick a middle finger to um, religious people, basically, is what it's doing. It's saying that you can't use um, natural means to demonstrate the supernatural. What? That's a ridiculous claim. That's like saying, I bet you, I'm just riffing here, but like that's, that's, I bet you a million dollars that you can't walk so far you land on the moon. You know, it's, you're, you're basically setting up a, a false narrative and a false dichotomy. And I think that's what's been irritating me lately is this, this dichotomy that people like to create um, of, they like to use the word reason, right? Reason versus religion. Well, why is it you're putting the two at odds against each other? This is very, this is ridiculous. The two are, are in totally different arenas. They're trying to accomplish totally different things. Anybody with any sense knows that the purpose of science is to understand the natural world we live in. That's its role. Um, and that changes and develops over time as our understanding changes. Um, so, so, you know, it's, it's not constant at all. Um, Whereas philosophy, religion, whatever you want to call it, the role of that is to try to help you have a more fulfilling, meaningful life. So it occurs to me that, and so I was thinking about that and I'm like, well, some people make it their life purpose to debunk other people's meaning for life. So in other words, your philosophy is to belittle the philosophy of other people. And I think if that's the life you've chosen, you've kind of done it wrong. Um, <laughs> there was this little, I don't know if a joke is the right word, but, but a little um, thing that popped into my head, a little story that maybe I'll use it at some point, but it's this idea. So a, um, well, I guess a, a Christian priest or something uh, says, you know, is, is blasting a, a Muslim leader. And what he's saying is something along the lines of, um, I'm good and you're evil. And the Muslim would in turn say, no, I'm good and you're evil. And then you get someone, you know, like, like this, a, a, I guess, official, <laughs> a professional skeptic who says to both of them, no, I'm good and you're stupid. And then you've got someone like me who likes to be objective and likes to sit on the sidelines to an extent and say, well, none of you are good. All of you are assholes. And this is, I think, and I, again, I know this is my personal philosophy and maybe it's skewed, but I think when you get to the point of trying to say that you're beliefs, your values supersede anyone and you justify yourself in calling people stupid or calling people evil, uh, you've done it wrong and that's what makes you a bad person. So for example, there was a, um, a fellow who decided I'm going to go behead a teacher for showing a picture of, of Muhammad. Okay, so you've just decided, you idiot, you fucking asshole, that your right to not be offended by this picture of, of Muhammad supersedes, trumps this teacher's right to live. 
So that's evil. That's pure evil. And how people justify this as being righteous, I don't know. The same thing when, when you see people saying, um, my right to be offended about this statue supersedes its right to exist, so I'm going to riot and tear it down. Again, you've done it wrong. When you're, you feel that your rights, that, that your beliefs, that your values are so utterly important that that gives you the right to hurt other people, to belittle other people, to try to debunk other people, all you've done is demonstrate what a terrible human being you are. So, <laughs> that was a rant. Um, as you know, if you've been listening to this, I've been um, very interested in Stoic philosophy. And, and maybe that's what's kind of helped shape this in me. Um, I, I think I've always kind of felt, felt this way. Um, maybe it's, it's manifesting a little bit more clearly. There's a lot of things within me I find that are, are, are shaping themselves out, um, are, I'm, I'm becoming a lot more clear on, um, for example, the idea, you know, of sustain and, uh, abstain, the idea of working hard, expecting success, demanding the best of yourself, and getting to enjoy that without so so trying to avoid that philosophy of of envy of of feeling entitled that oh someone else has something i don't so that means that you know uh, uh in a sense they owe me that doesn't really line up very well with philosophies of trying to improve yourself physically um, so I, I made a recent podcast that was all about, it, it was kind of about this. I was talking about how the mentality of socialism doesn't really align with, with fitness because what you're, because the philosophy suggests that because not everybody is created equal, not everybody has the same benefits, um, more should be taken from those who have more. Uh, whereas the philosophy of building bodybuilding and fitness is the idea of working hard so that you can enjoy the the ben the, the um, fruits of your labor, basically, not so that you can have those taken away from you uh, by someone else in the name of of um, equality. Interestingly, um, my, my wife and I were having a chat about one of her early experiences as a kid and how some little asshole kid um, suggested he would not date her because she was too poor. I think it's things like that that make people attracted to the idea of, of socialism. The idea of little shits who are entitled, who don't know how to live who don't know how to function, who don't know how to be appropriate, decent human beings. Um, they, they, they feel the, they're sort of disconnected from reality, the reality of at least the rest of us. Um, and so they become little shits that, you know, that's, that's their identity is um, being entitled, being privileged, uh, 
so so it makes sense to me that now that those types of um, those types of individuals who don't know any different definitely give people uh, give the people who worked hard for their um, their success a bad name. And quite frankly, we're in a time. It's so friggin' stressful. The last few years have been constant, constant pitting people against one another. I think I mentioned this before. It was, um, I think a relative of my wife posted this thing, and I don't know if it's true or not, but it's a great illustration. The the idea that if you get, you know, a, a bunch of black ants and a bunch of red ants, put them in a jar together, they'll be fine. Shake the jar and they'll start killing each other. And this is what's happening. And it seems like the the mainstream media, and, and I'm not picking on one side or the other because I know both are doing it, all right? The, the um, whether it's Fox on the right or CNN on the left, it's, I see it more on the left where they're, be, because uh, a person on the right is in power. Um, so, you know, I, I expect... My prediction is Trump is going to lose <laughs> the, this coming election, and um, and I think you'll see more of that from the right. You'll see more of them, you know, talking about how evil Joe Biden is and this kind of thing. I think it's the the media right now is stirring us up, and it's it's seeped into people's lives that there's that is entertainment. It's gotten out of hand, and it's like we thrive now on hatred for one another. And it's so exhausting for me. It's so exhausting for me to have to be told, hide your opinions lest the mob comes after you. You know, uh, to be told that if you post an unpopular opinion, you could lose your job. To just see people yelling and screaming at each other. As a matter of fact, so this is a great example. The other day... Um, okay, I, I just left this plate. It, it was, I, have, I, I fucking love science, whatever they were called. They used to actually post science. They posted interesting science facts. And sometimes they were kind of not very well-known science facts. They've, they've gone fully political now. They post nothing that is, you could barely call it science. Once in a while, they'll kind of sprinkle a little scientific fact in there. But it's all, it's all political. It's all, and so they decided to tell... Uh, write a post the other day about how great abortions are and, and it's like oh you're scared of them well here's why you shouldn't be so the article was clearly slanted on on the um, towards the the left side of um, th- that that philosophy and so you look at the comments and it's either people who are upset by this because they are feeling misrepresented or people who are upset at those commenters uh, who are also feeling misrepresented. And it's a perfect, it was, to me, it was a perfect illustration of the exact problem we're having today, which is that nobody fucking stops for 30 seconds to understand why they're upset. Nobody think they just want to be upset. And it's very, it's really, uh, um, draining to 
see how much upset there is and to try to not be pulled into it. And part of the reason people are, are upset and they don't think about why they're upset is part of it is a refusal to understand the other side. And that comes back to this whole idea I was talking about in the beginning of this philosophy of just living to debunk other people. It's disgusting, it's arrogant, and it leads to this exact kind of split. You're not... Debate, okay, which I'm kind of not really a fan of, especially these days, because it used to be all about, let me try to understand your point of view as best I can, which will help me to either strengthen my my point of view or maybe, who knows, even change it. Oh, imagine that. I might actually change my mind. That's not the way it is anymore. Now it's all about trying not to understand the other side. So this, and this abortion thing is the perfect thing. You've got one side saying, um, if you support abortions, if you're, then that means you're, um, well, they... If you support abortion, okay, let me get this straight, that would be pro-choice. So so um, from their perspective, you know, from the opposite perspective, sorry, um, pro-choice means basically pro-killing babies, which is obviously not how they see it. Let's look at the other side. If they're saying if you're pro-life, that means that you just want to control women's body, which is obviously not their point of view. But it's not obvious to people. They just refuse to understand the people they're actually arguing against, which does make you seem like a complete idiot. But you don't see it that way. You, you, you want to pat yourself on the back and you want to feel superior. You don't want to actually understand what you're talking about because that might actually make you a grown-up. That might make you mature, <laughs> which is hilarious to me. Why? It's, yeah, it's, it's kind of like we're, it's being glorified to be immature, you see all these celebrities coming out, and they're like, well, if Trump gets reelected, then I'm leaving this country. They did the same thing last last time. But I think that, I think liberals tend to, they don't like looking back, right? That's, that's how the left works. It's about progress. It's about moving forward. So that they forget the past very, very quickly. They forget that in 2016, people did the exact same thing. Nobody left. But that's not even my point. The point is that you're saying, you're basically announcing and you're proud of the fact that you're going to be a sore loser. Why is that a virtue? Uh, so, what's the moral of today's episode? I don't know, actually. How about I leave it with this? Happiness. Happiness seems to come from understanding, from personal growth, and the ability to laugh at yourself. I think this is partly why it's been so, uh, so overwhelmingly stressful the last four years, because people have forgotten how to see the absurdity of the extremes of their views. South Park used to be really good at pointing out the, the absurdity of, of extremes on all sides, right? And we used to be able to laugh at that. We've lost the ability to laugh at ourselves. I think that goes with the territory of, of you're constantly feeling you have to be defensive. It's hard to laugh at yourself when you're constantly feeling 
Like, you have to be defensive. I am looking forward to getting back into routine and to getting back to the gym every day, to making progress again. It's been a little bit of a setback, but I am 100% confident that I will get back where I want to be, where I need to be. Part of that is that I've, I've got a go-to program now that I, I put together this year that is freaking amazing. Um, I would suggest if I don't, it's a bit, a little bit complex. I don't want to go over the whole thing, but um, uh, if you're interested, if you're looking for a new program to do, this one is, it's wicked, man. So uh, I would say go back. I call up my three, two, one protocol. I I did it uh, maybe a couple, a few months ago. Uh, I initially introduced it and mentioned what it's about, and then the episodes following that, I actually kind of came back to it and mentioned, and, and I constantly said how great it was. Three day split. Um, cycling through strength, hypertrophy, um, high threshold training, um, and then back uh, back to hypertrophy. And anyway, I'm not going into details here, but the point is, I've got a great program. Um, Halloween's coming up. Amazingly, uh, if if you were following me before, and my my numbers are going up, so I, uh, that's really cool. I appreciate that. Um, my my goal was to get to lose two pounds a week for the month of October and if I did that I would get to wear my Superman outfit for Halloween if I didn't do it then my wife got to pick what what I would do and I'm pretty sure it's going to involve something embarrassing but that that's how it was um I had two weeks off away from the gym um amazingly I didn't fall too much behind I don't know if I'll be able to make the original weight I was uh planning to to do um although my my wife's being a little bit forgiving and and saying well you should get to where you wanted to be two weeks after um if that's the case i'm gonna make it easy um because the first well it's because the first few pounds of losing losing weight is always the easiest um but anyway, I'm looking forward to getting back into it, and uh, hopefully I'll have some new cool ideas for you, and uh, uh, thanks for listening.